Welcome to Monster Questions. I'm your host, John Timmerman, founder and CEO of Good Monster, a digital marketing firm in Syracuse, New York. We are on episode number 10 of Monster Questions, which I'm pretty pumped about. We're having a lot of fun over here answering your, your questions about business and entrepreneurship and startups and growing a business. Whether you're small and you're just starting or you have a flower shop and you're trying to figure out how to use social and digital media to grow your brand and get more customers, or you're a $100 million marketing, marketing manufacturing company that's trying to figure out how to use marketing to improve your business development. That's the kind of stuff we geek out about over here at Good Monster. So remember, you can submit your questions about any of that stuff by sending us an email at wearegoodmonster at gmail.com and send your question in there. Or you can text us at, i got to look at the number, I can't remember it. So it's 315 226 3269. Uh, both of those, the email address and the number should be in the description, whether you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, or you're watching us on YouTube or Facebook, the email and the number should both be in there so you can submit your questions. And don't worry, there is zero remarketing or retargeting that we're going to do using your information. Um, we won't even save it. So your number, your email address, it's purely a delivery mechanism to get your questions to us. Um, so one of those two ways, send your question over and I would love to answer it. So you're wondering why probably if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook that I'm wearing sunglasses. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm wearing sunglasses. And the reason is because it's finally a beautiful, sunny, uh, summer-like day here in Syracuse, New York. Um, and fingers crossed that it's here to stay. We've been waiting about six months for some summer weather, so... I think it's here. Let's hope so. Um, because I could really use some sunshine and some vitamin D just like the rest of the, probably the eastern part of the country. So uh, yeah, pretty pumped about that. So, but since I'm indoors here, I think I'm going to take these off for now. So let's get into today's question, which comes from Julia. Yeah, Julia. Uh, Julia asks, how can a company make a difference in an authentic way without being misunderstood as doing something to, quote, make a difference as a marketing ploy for attention and sales? Great question, Julia. Um, so let me first start out by saying the internet and social media has been around long enough, and marketing and advertising for hundreds of years before that has been around long enough that we are now being able to sniff out what is fake, what is a scam, what is those what are those ploys you know to get attention so we're getting pretty good at sniffing that stuff out um you see this on platforms like twitter and facebook where eventually the content gets so saturated with spammy scammy type stuff that uh you know mass tweeting and um this happened on blogging I don't know, 10 years ago, not even 10 years ago, probably about five to seven years ago, where the comments below blog posts, they used to be reserved for people who read a blog post and then they commented and they're like, oh, cool, love what you said about this or, you know, that's a great insight about this topic. And then marketers and, and you know, scammers kind of got a hold of it and they're like, oh, if I leave comments and do that across every single blog post that I can possibly get my hands on, regardless of what it's about, 
If I can leave comments, I can leave a little link in there. And that link back to the website is good for SEO. That's good to boost my ranking in Google. And so now that commenting became this tactic to get attention uh, by boosting your SEO, your ranking in Google. Google found this out and then they slapped those people on the back of the hand and made it basically so that those links didn't have any value for SEO again. So this happens no matter what. You know, Twitter grew and it became kind of this abusive place where people were spamming and scamming and, and you know, sending nasty tweets back and forth or, you know, just kind of pumping out product information and links and links and links and links. People got sick of that. So Twitter trying to do a better job at weeding through and, and providing better content. So regardless of the platform, from, from a marketing or attention standpoint, there's always going to be people trying to abuse it to try to get attention. And we're getting pretty pretty good at sniffing that stuff out and avoiding that type of interaction as a, as a whole. Um, so intent is always going to be everything. So as a brand, Julia, if you're trying to get your message out and get attention, always come from a place of here's what my brand is valuable for and here are all the people that are going to benefit from that and let's have an honest conversation with them. That's always going to be the best way to approach getting attention. So, you know, one controversial topic is should we use charity uh, in our business as a way to kind of grow the, the brand? tap into donating a portion of sales to charity. So this is done across the, the all industries, different products where, where businesses give back to charity. So, and that's a great, that's a great thing. Jackson Jovi, our athletic denim company, we give to charity. Now, if we promoted that all the time and we put out tweets and we put out Instagram posts of saying, hey, we just donated 10% of sales to this charity, or we donated 5% to this charity, if we did that all the time, that would get a little bit old. People would look at that and be like, man, all they're doing is promoting them giving back to charity. Okay, that becomes fake. But instead, we donate to charity in a very silent way. Um, we do it only during our fit sessions, which are our live pop-ups at CrossFit gyms. We donate a portion of those particular sales to whatever local charity uh, that CrossFit gym wants to donate to. So it's really up to them. We leave it up to them what charity they want to select. And the only reason we do it, well, there's two reasons. One, it's a thank you to the CrossFit gym for letting us come in and do a pop-up there. And so that's a way that we can help them give more to their local community. And two, we set out Lindsay and I, uh, my fiance slash business partner for Jackson Jovi, we started out saying that we wanted to have some sort of charitable aspect. We wanted to give back and we wanted to just do it because it's a platform that would allow us to do it. So, uh, so we do it in a very silent way. And other than me telling you right now, just for an example, we don't really tell anybody about it. Uh, so in contrast, like I said before, if we were to go and promote it and yell it from the top of a mountain, uh, then it would become a little bit old. So intent is everything. When you're starting out, again, I'll say it again, when you are starting out trying to figure out, okay, what's the next step to growing our brand, figure out what the most valuable part of your products, your service, your brand are, and then 
identify the avenues where you feel like that value can have the most positive impact on people and then go at it in that direction. Don't go and say, hey, where are all the places that we can siphon off as much attention as possible and, and collect as much attention as possible uh, just to bring awareness to our brand regardless of what the impact is or who the demographic is? That's never a good way to go about it. Here's another really good example is um, social media multi-brand giveaways have been relatively popular over the past three or four years. So what that means is uh, a brand or uh, an agency or um, you know an influencer will say, hey, they'll reach out to brands and they'll collect eight, seven or eight different products and then offer their viewers a multi-brand giveaway. Like, hey, if you comment on our post and then you share it with a friend uh, and then you follow each of these brands, then you'll get an entry in to win all of these products. Those have been so prevalent and brands have been so eager to get into those multi-brand giveaways because, oh, that's gonna get us a lot of followers and a lot of attention. The problem is, because there's so many brands in there, each brand kind of divvies up the attention of a particular person and and that person is often desensitized to what those brands even are. They don't remember the eight different brands in that giveaway. They might pick one out of there and say, ooh, I want that thing, so I'm gonna enter. And they totally forgot what the other ones were. So they don't have the effectiveness is that, that, that either A, they once did because people have smartened up that they can just win stuff and so they don't really pay attention to the brands. Um, or B, they, people see that, hey, this is just a giveaway. They're only doing this so that I follow them. And that person's either going to be like, no, I don't, I don't want one more brand I'm following. Or B, they follow just so they can win the thing. So it doesn't have any long-term value. The intent of those brands is often short-sighted and they just want a like or a follow. They don't want a customer for life. So that's another example of people becoming desensitized to this, you know, the short-sighted campaign, uh, marketing campaign idea. So go at whatever attention you're trying to seek or growth you're trying to, to, to get. Go at it from a standpoint of what value can we provide and then go out and find the pockets of people, the platforms, the messages that you can put out there that are genuine, that have good intent, and you know can positively impact people. That's it, Julia. Hope it works out. If any of you out there have any questions, don't forget, email wearegoodmonster at gmail.com. We'll answer your question for free. No, you know, no uh, remarketing, no tricks, no hidden you know, ways that we're going to save your address and then remarket to you or anything like that. It's purely a delivery mechanism. Email it over. Or if you'd rather text it, uh, you can text it to 315 226 Three, two, six, nine. If you're watching me on video, I'm looking off into space here. It's because I have the number written over here. One of these days, I will remember it. But um, if you're listening on iTunes or you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Uh, you hear this in everything you listen to. Like, hey, please subscribe. So if you don't like my content, don't subscribe. If you do like our content, subscribe so that you can see all the episodes that come out. Um, iTunes has this really cool, like their new platform is pretty cool because now it uh, it saves all the episodes in, in an unlistened to kind of feed. And so you can just pick up where you left off at all times. YouTube has something very similar as well. So subscribe on those two platforms if you love the content. And I look forward to answering all of your questions. <laughs>